News When You Want It with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis in Hong Kong. Israeli troops have entirely encircled Gaza City. That effectively cuts off the northern part of the Gaza Strip from the south. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken made unannounced stops in the West Bank and in Iraq in a bid to increase aid to the Gaza Strip. Secretary Blinken had a message for bad actors in the region. To anyone who might seek to take advantage of the conflict in Gaza to threaten our personnel uh, here or anywhere else in the region, don't do it. As part of the surprise trip, Blinken met with Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas, as well as top officials in Baghdad, Iraq. Former President Donald Trump is scheduled to testify at his civil fraud trial. Bloomberg's Ed Baxter has the story. Donald Trump has made a living touting his worth and business acumen, and today prosecutors will directly question him in open court about what the judge has already ruled are inflated values. His son Eric says his dad is very fired up. He's already been fined $15,000 and two fines for violating a gag order, and in the past has called the judge unhinged, a Trump-hating radical left Democratic operative. In deposition, he called it the greatest witch hunt in the history of the country and called Attorney General Letitia James, an out-of-control prosecutor. Ed Baxter, Bloomberg Radio. The guilty verdict for FTX co-founder Sam Bankman-Fried will not be the last time a crypto mogul finds himself in hot water. Bloomberg's Nathan Hager with the story. At least six other crypto execs are facing charges as well. They include Do Kwan, whose alleged $40 billion fraud at Terraform Labs helped to trigger the FTX crisis. Alex Mashinsky is set for trial in September on charges of misleading customers before his crypto lender, Celsius, collapsed. And Three Arrows Capital co-founder Su Zhu is in jail in Singapore. That's after months of sparring with liquidators over the location of that failed company's assets. Nathan Hager, Bloomberg Radio. Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese meets Chinese President Xi Jinping today in Beijing. Albanese says that China will remain Australia's largest trading partner for the time being. He says that he hopes the countries are on a path to restoring the wine trade. Meantime, Chinese Premier Li Qiang has vowed to boost imports and expand market access in China. We get more on that from Bloomberg's Rashad Salamat in Hong Kong. Premier Li pledged to protect the rights and interests of foreign investors, telling the China International Import Expo Beijing would continue to promote opening up with greater inclusivity. The comments coming as foreign investment into China turned negative for the first time since records began in 1998. The country has been seeking to lure foreign investors back in an effort to aid its economic recovery. Meantime, Finance Minister Lan Fu An said China would speed up the issuance of additional government bonds to ensure what he called an intensity of spending. I'm Rashad Salamat, Bloomberg Radio. Wall Street is looking at another busy week ahead for earnings. A preview here from Bloomberg's Charlie Pellet. Just over 400 members of the S&P 500 index have reported so far, and many U.S. companies have been putting on a better-than-expected show for their third-quarter results, boosting investor confidence. Nadia Lovell is senior U.S. equity strategist at UBS Financial Services. The earnings season is coming in better than expected, and so we think that the outlook continues to improve. Among some of the names reporting this week, the Walt Disney Company, Arm Holdings, Biogen, Devon Energy, D.R. Horton, UBS, and Uber. In New York, Charlie Pellet, Bloomberg Radio. In sports news, Tamarat Tola of Ethiopia set a course record to win the men's race in the New York City Marathon.
It's the first time major winning for me. It is very, very, very important for me. Tola finished in two hours, four minutes and 58 seconds. The men's race was well decided before the last few miles, but the women's race came right down to the stretch. Helen Obiri of Kenya pulled away in the final 400 meters to take the women's title. That's news when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis. This is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.